Hello guys and welcome back to Dr. Jekyll Mrs. Hyde's podcast page. Um, There is another topic that I wanted to speak about and that was the fun, fun world of being bipolar. But wait, there's more. Not only do I struggle with and battle being bipolar or I should have said bipolar disorder. I also have that along with borderline personality tendencies. So I I get the double whammy. So twice the fun for me. Um, so this is obviously going to be a multiple um, episode type dealio. Um, I can't fit it all into one episode because that's just pretty much impossible. But the first thing I guess I wanted to touch base on um, was basically my personal experience, you know, with being bipolar and being in and out of therapy. Um, Medications, you know, battling um, with trying to keep up with staying on my medication and then taking myself back off of them. Um, self-medicating, you know, my thing has always been alcohol abuse, substance abuse. Um, yeah, so where I wanted to start off was, yeah, okay, I am bipolar, (laughs) like I've already stated. Um, I have struggled with depression my entire life, and that is because I grew up in a very traumatic household. Um, My dad was severely physically violent towards my mother. So we not only watched her get hit, we watched her get literally beaten to a pulp, you know, so that created a whole bunch of trauma, obviously, which is why I now have this disorder. And um, it's something that I have been trying to tackle, you know, for years. I am 33 years old and I feel like barely now at this moment in my life, I feel like I can conquer it. I feel like I can take it on. Um, That's the hard part about being bipolar is the, you know, the mood swings, obviously, um, that come along with it. Because one day you can feel like I'm on top of the world and I got this I'm the strongest motherfucker alive and nobody could take me down. And then, you know, another moment you can feel like, you know, there's just no hope for me. This is it. This is the end of the world, you know, gloom and doom. And so it kind of just sets you back, you know, to square one. And, um, you know, that's something that I've always battled. And that's something that I have not been able to control. Well, obviously, yeah, it's a mental illness. You can't control it. Um, it's something that I'm learning, trying to learn how to manage. So let me start with, I guess, the beginning of me attempting to get my mind right. I was 18 years old, and my a doctor put me on Paxil. It's an antidepressant. And... That was years, years, years ago. Like I said, I'm 33 years old now. 
but I do remember taking them for three days straight and good God, I felt like I was literally dying. Like that medication made me disgustingly ill. So I quit, quit them. Of course, who would want to feel like dying? Um, Later on down the road, I figured, I mean, I did find out that Paxil is severely dangerous for you. So I was like, why would my doctor even put me on this? Anyway, fast forward years later, um, honestly, not even years later, I lied. A couple of years later, I was put on Wellbutrin XL, another antidepressant that I actually liked. I had no side effects. Um, the only reason why I stopped taking it is because my insurance ran out. So I was like, I can't, you know, financially, I can't keep up with it. Let's fast forward to, I don't know, however many years down the road, um, spoke to my doctor about anxiety medication and antidepressants. A lot of the times, most of the time, you know, these days, doctors don't want to prescribe you any type of medication because they're afraid that you're going to become addicted. Well, to the anxiety medications, not antidepressants. Those aren't addicting. Um, So she prescribed me, I think it's called citalopram, another antidepressant, and that those made me feel very jittery, and I hated them, so I stopped taking them, and then let's fast forward <laughs> some more, and um, I went to my doctor again, and she put me on mood stabilizers for the very first time. Um, it was Depakote. Um, the thing that I do love about mood stabilizers is they have never had any type of side effects. So I was fine with taking those and they actually were helping me feel, you know, balanced and better for about, I would say six weeks. And then I started feeling like my old self again, you know, like, why am I depressed? What is going on? So I went back to her and I spoke with her and she told me, you know, mood stabilizers can only go so far. You have to have an antidepressant on top of it. And since I've had so much bad experience with antidepressants, I was completely against it. And I was like, nope, like I'm not doing that. Like I refuse. So of course I just stopped altogether because I was discouraged and I thought, okay, well maybe, you know, like medication is just not the route for me. Um, let's fast forward to me being in inpatient. I have been in inpatient twice and outpatient once. I can talk about that experience probably in the next episode or another time. But um, so yeah, when you're an inpatient, obviously they put you on medication and I was put on mood stabilizers again and prescribed another antidepressant, um, Lexapro. And thank God for me, Lexapro gave me zero side effects and I loved it. So I'm taking my medications regularly, sticking with my meds. And then after about six weeks, two months, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm feeling depressed again. This isn't working for me. And in the back of my mind, I know, like I should have gone to the doctor and been like, hey, I am, you know, feeling depressed again. Like maybe my medications need to be upped you know the dosage maybe needs to be upped or maybe I need to try something else 
but I didn't because once I get back to that depressed mode, I'm like, you know what? Nope. It's just not going to work for me. You know, I lose all motivation to try to better myself. So I stopped taking them. And then let's fast forward a little bit more. Like I know there's a whole bunch. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of fast forwarding going on here, but I'm just trying to be real. Um, That's all I'll ever be on this channel of mine. Um, I have continued to just be off and on, you know, my mood stabilizers and my uh, antidepressants, excuse me. Um, This last go around, my doctor prescribed me um, Prozac and I've had zero side effects with that, thank God. And the mood stabilizer that I have been on is called Lamictal. And um, so yeah, I just very recently put myself back on them and this time I am completely 100% determined to stick with it because I am already at that point in my life where I feel like no ma'am like it's all up to you (laughs) you know medication uh, or therapy can only go so far because I have been in therapy again lately I've seen or spoken to my therapist three times and sometimes it's hard to find a therapist that you can click with, who gets you. Um, so you kind of got to shop around. But thank God, this last therapist that I've been speaking to, like, I absolutely love her. She's just been putting a lot of things into perspective for me. And she's really helping me just take all the right steps towards bettering myself. And, like, taking it seriously this time. Um, another thing that I wanted to speak about you know, when it comes to therapy and medication is sometimes it's just, well, not sometimes. The fact of the matter is, is just when you have to be ready, you know, genuinely and wholeheartedly, this illness can blind you completely, 100%. And I don't know what it is about this go around, but it has completely just been an eye opener for me. Like, I can see things now that I could never see before. Um, So now that I can tell that I have that clarity there, I'm not so afraid to stick with it before. (laughs) Ooh-wee. The black and white thinking was either like, I'm on meds, I'm with therapy, or I'm not. I'm completely done. And, um, you know, that's when all the self-sabotage and all of the self-medication comes through stronger than ever but um this time I can see that gray area that's one thing with being bipolar or borderline personality disorders there is no gray area it's either one extreme or the other and that's it um and there's no controlling it you know so it's up to me to stick with the meds that way I can not completely control it but help manage my symptoms and my illness you know my therapist before put it this way like if you're diabetic what do you do you take insulin every day you know to make yourself better and so it's kind of the same thing with the you know the mental illness like not only are you supposed to get better but stay better keep up with your meds keep up with therapy um 
before I would hear it, I don't think I was listening because I was just, like I said before, completely blinded by this illness, completely defeated by it. And not only that, I just have had so much on my plate in life in general that has always come at me. Like, you know, my son has severe autism. So that's one thing that I'm trying to learn how to like that's one thing that's why I know like okay this time for real like I have to stick with it because I have to be better for him and not only for him for my other two kids and I don't know I'm proud of myself for all of the small changes I, and there are a lot of them <laughs> um, but like I said um, I'm gonna have to break this down into multiple episodes because it's just all too much to cram into one but in closing I just hope that there is somebody out there who can relate to this because trust me I know how it feels you feel like you're lonely you feel like you're alone you feel vulnerable it's terrifying to open up and admit like hey I need help but that is a true sign of strength not weakness that's what I always thought like oh if I take meds that means I'm weak look at me I should be strong enough to do this on my own but there's nowhere in this universe is it written that I should you know it's okay to need help it's okay to admit it that's strength so I'm hoping that this can relate to somebody if you feel like there is somebody in your life who needs to hear some of these words please share it with them. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to talk more about this subject in the next few episodes coming up. And I just uh, want to thank you again for taking the time out to listen to my rant slash <laughs> rambling. And uh, until next time, bye. Okay, that was so cringe. Let me do that exit over one more time. Until next time, goodbye.